Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Hey, good good morning, everybody, and welcome to uh, Today's Issues. That's the name of this program right here on the American Family Radio Network. We'll be here for the next hour and 25 minutes uh, talking about what's happening in our world, in our country. And we, uh, as, as always, we thank you for joining us. If you'd like to join us on the Internet, go to Facebook or YouTube and type in Today's Issues. And we live video stream the show there. Today's Issues on Facebook or YouTube. We also uh, put the stories that we discuss on our Facebook page so you can have that information for yourself. Tim Wildman here with Fred Jackson. Good morning, Fred. Good morning. Very thankful to be here. Thanksgiving this Day week, week uh, yes. here in the USA. Now, back home in your your homeland of Canada, don't they have something akin to? They do, in October. Second Monday in October. What's it called? Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah. Thanksgiving. We do it a little earlier in Thanksgiving because the crops all come in earlier. Okay, well. It's colder. Yeah, colder, (laughs) so the crops come in earlier. True. Yeah, and the leaves Um, change earlier. What's the top crop in your neck of the woods? In Nova Scotia, you grew up. Nova Scotia and PEI, actually, uh, Prince Edward Island, neighboring province, potatoes. Potatoes. PEI potatoes are quite famous, actually. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like uh, Idaho here in the U.S. Yes. Idaho potatoes in uh-huh. Canada, they're known as? PEI potatoes. PEI potatoes. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> well. Uh, Getting hungry already, right? Yeah. Looking forward to <laughs> looking forward to Thanksgiving uh, uh, meal. Yeah. The Thanksgiving meal. Good morning, Chris Woodward. Good morning. I have to say um, that if you're eating sweet taters uh, this Thursday... It's very. It, it stands to reason those came from Vardaman, Mississippi, or Coleman County, Alabama, which tend to be the sweet potato capitals they of go, the world. They, they, do they argue about who's the sweet potato? Are they just both lay claim? And well, you know, they probably let football season sort that out. And of course, Alabama okay. has the bragging rights there. But right, right. So, so you you prefer sweet potatoes? Do you, Chris? I do. Yeah, and I, uh, you know, some people some people will get their sweet potatoes uh, casserole or something and maybe eat that last. I just. The Lord has blessed me with a full plate. I'm going to eat it all right now and go back. <laughs> I got my stretchy pants on. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. All right. Well, again, thanks for joining us, folks. If you want to send us an email, comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net. It is Thanksgiving a week here in the good old U.S. of A. And a lot to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were reading from the scriptures this morning here at our staff devotion. Uh you know, the Bible says that we're to be uh, joyful always mm-hmm. and we be thankful always, right? That's the that's the that's the fruit of the Holy Spirit in the life of the Christian. That's is right. to mm-hmm. is to be joyful, hopeful, and also uh to be in gratitude Amen. for what God has uh done for each of us. Amen. And Amen. uh and our country. Mm-hmm. But how God uh, um, made us blessed us to Mm-hmm. Be born in Canada or be born in the USA, a free land, at least. At least yes. for now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Chris, uh, some sad news, uh, yes. tragic news uh, that most people have heard about now to report out of uh, Wisconsin, right. right? Yeah, right now the headline is uh, at least five dead, more than 40 injured after an SUV sped into a Wisconsin Christmas parade. It happened over the weekend in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Um, the update with this story right now is that uh, – Law enforcement and news outlets have identified the driver of the SUV as 39-year-old Daryl Brooks. 
in a story we have at AFN.net right now, it says online court records showed a person named Daryl Brooks with a birth date making him 39 has two open criminal cases in Milwaukee County. In one case, filed November 5th, he is charged with resisting or obstructing an officer, reckless homicide, disorderly conduct, bail jumping, and battery. Records show $500 cash bond was posted on November 19th. There is going to be a press conference today. It looks like it's scheduled for 2 p.m. Eastern, uh, but definitely a sad time. I actually have some audio here from someone that was at the Christmas parade and witnessed the uh, incident that we're talking about. This is the Singsheim family, and they uh, recalled the incident today on Fox and Friends. Clip one. Jim actually said that um, there's a guy trying to go around the parade, and at that moment you looked and we could hear the screaming, and like uh, he was coming towards us. So we grabbed the kids and got back towards the, the store. We were right in front of the joke shop down there, and... Um, he just came barreling right in front of us, um, right where we were standing. And then um, he kept going. So we saw and heard everything. I guess I got to tell you, if you're if you got people at your Thanksgiving table, be thankful for that this year because somebody doesn't. How many people have passed away? So at least far? five. And many, many others. Mm -hmm. Do dozens, others. Forty. At least 40 injured. Who were injured because they were hit by this SUV. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kids. Um, at a Christmas parade. Yeah, yeah, you can you can just picture it. Uh, I mean, uh, this this uh, Wakasha 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 Wisconsin. I Seventy thousand people, fairly small community. A beautiful day, out for a parade, yeah. and the pictures. If you've <laughs> seen them, this red SUV just starts plowing through people. It's, it was horrible. Here, here's the. Uh, thing that the fellow who has been ar arrested and who is a person of interest the i'm assuming at two o'clock this afternoon eastern time one o'clock central time that's when the police if in fact this is the uh and i don't uh, it's being widely reported now the milwaukee journal fox news <clears throat> uh, cnn other places that this man um uh, what's his name again daryl brooks he's the one that they're holding mm. and uh Perhaps today he will be formally charged with this uh, crime. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, Daryl Brooks Jr., and we don't know what his motive would have been for s this uh, act. Uh, you know, uh, we don't know that either. You know, there are, when you got 330 pe million people in a country, you're going to have some nut jobs, right? You're going to have a lot of nut jobs, uh, crazy people. Uh, so was he, uh, you know, was he on some kind of drugs if, if he in fact did this or was he motivated because of the Rittenhouse decision, uh, acquitting, um, Kyle Rittenhouse was that he was angry. Was he angry about that? Some people have suspected that might be the, <clears throat> the motive. Um, uh, we don't, we don't know yet. So I guess we'll find, we'll, we'll find out more this afternoon. Um, but the, I just wonder now, uh, there's Christmas parades about to go on all over the country, right, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in the next uh, 10 days or so. Yeah. And uh, you're thinking in the back of your head, what if this happens in my hometown, you know? Because mm -hmm. if this can happen, this looks like a pretty, you know, uh, middle America um, place, uh, wholesome, yeah. looks, you know, uh, with good folks, and, and, and this happens to them in their uh, – 
their parade. Fred, what do you? It's just, uh, it's it's sad. Uh, there's a lot that we don't know at this point, but I, I just want to go back to something Chris said. This this guy, Daryl Brooks Jr., was in court on November the 5th, which is just a little over two weeks ago, for charges including reckless endangerment, battery, domestic abuse, resisting arrest, and bail jumping, and he was out on $1,000 bail. Now, that's one question I'd like to see answered. With those kinds of charges, you can walk for 1000 bucks. Yeah. There's... So there's something there's something, there's something wrong with the criminal justice system because we see this all the time. Mm-hmm. These uh, people who commit violent acts, uh, you, you read about them and you go, look at that rap sheet this guy has. What is he doing on the streets? I know. You know, I don't know that that is the fault of judges, uh, the law itself in some cases maybe, or the district attorneys who don't prosecute. I, but it's just, um, you know, I, I've said before, you know, talking to people about this, if the kinds of crimes that are committed by people who should be in jail or in prison yeah. were committed against the family members of the judge who let them out, yeah. they might they might look at things a little differently, mm-hmm. yes. you know? Yeah. Uh, but this, uh, this, pri- this seem- seemingly... Uh, prison what do you call it the revolving door Mm -hmm. yes where they're letting people if this guy did it he you're right brad he shouldn't have even been out on the street yeah Um, and his rap sheet goes back to 1999 i mean this guy has been in the system yet he was out yeah regardless you know of what's going on we're going to go through this today i know we're going to talk more about kyle Rittenhouse and how he is being treated despite the fact of being acquitted of all charges. And a little bit later on in the program, we're going to deal with Nordstrom's in the yeah. San Francisco area. Yeah. yeah. 25 people roll up and they start stealing things. And uh, I thought it was more than 25, but more. 25 cars. 25 cars, yeah. Roll up to this Nordstrom. Yeah. We'll, we'll deal with it later, but there is something wrong in our system today when there are so many people doing bad things and either the system deliberately has in California turns its blind eye to things, yeah. the Walgreens, the theft, and all of that sort of thing. But this, there's a whole lot more to be heard about this story. We'll wait and see what happens with the news conference at 1 o'clock Central today. But right now, uh, it, it's almost looking like there is somebody out. They were on the street. If this guy is guilty, lots of questions to be asked. Mm. Right now, <clears throat> anyway, we'll know a lot more at, at 1 o'clock Central Time mm-hmm. when uh, the police chief there and the correct, the correct pronunciation. I think it's Waukesha. Waukesha, uh, Wisconsin. I'm not from Wisconsin, but I think that's how it's pronounced. Okay. Uh, all right, uh, next story. Well, um, a lot of people are talking about Kyle Rittenhouse. Obviously, he was found not guilty on five uh, charges dealing with uh, some shootings um, last year, or earlier this year. Uh, but It was last summer. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason people are talking about it still today is because Kyle Rittenhouse is going to appear tonight on a taped uh, segment of Tucker Carlson's program on Fox News Channel. And Fox has been doing kind of previews of uh, what he's going to say. And this is going to spill over into uh, a segment on Tucker's Fox Nation program in December. But 
Here's uh, some audio of what Kyle says here. Kyle told Tucker Carlson this has nothing to do with race. Clip two. This has nothing to do with race. Um, it never had anything to do with race. It had to do with the right to self-defense. Right. Um, I'm not a racist person. I support the BLM movement. I support peacefully demonstrating. And I believe there needs to be change. I believe there's a lot of prosecutorial misconduct, not just in my case, but in other cases. And it's just amazing to see how how much a prosecutor can take advantage of very well spoken for an 18-year-old young man, given what he just came through. But what we're, what we're seeing, the, there's the narrative, Tim. There's a narrative today, and then there's reality. And the narrative is chock full of lies. If you, if you read during the course of the trial of, of Rittenhouse, the narrative was this, that this was all built around racial tension. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. We need to remind people. Rettenhouse is a white man. The three people he shot were white. He shot them in self-defense. Even the prosecution against Rittenhouse, the video they brought into the trial and the witnesses they brought into the trial, I'm talking about the prosecuting attorney, all supported Rittenhouse's claim that he did this in self-defense. And and, and so why, you know, in, in a... Well, normal society, you would say, okay, this is a trial about whether it was self-defense or not. Let's leave it at that. But the mainstream media wanted wanted to play in racism somehow in this. Yeah, yeah it's really bizarre, quite frankly. And you talk about trying to trying to shoehorn something, trying to force something that just isn't there. To me, this is why there weren't mass riots and and, and things across the country. Uh, after the Rittenhouse decision came down. I mean, there were a few here and there. Portland had their daily riot, you know, right? I mean, but there was, there's not a lot of that going on across the country. Why? Because people know that uh, this, this, this had really nothing to do with race uh, or, or racial injustice or anything like that. As you said, Fred, this was a white fella, white and uh, teenager, the people who he got in confrontation with, he shot two of them. They died. The other third, third one didn't. They were in. They were chasing him down. Yes. I mean, this mm-hmm. was just a clear case of self-defense. This was a trial about uh, whether uh, he murdered people or not, and the jury came to the conclusion. The twelve-person jury, unanimously, right? Otherwise, it would have been a hung jury. True. Mm-hmm. They came to the conclusion he was not guilty after looking at all the evidence, video included, that he came to the, that he was justified in his actions, uh, and so I, I don't. I'm like you. I'm, I'm. You're just you're scratching your head, going, how how does this turn into some kind of a? I think, quite frankly, it was basically with the mainstream media. Uh, I, the average person out there across America who paid attention to this black, white, or whatever color you are, you look at that and you go, you know, the guy, had he not shot those people, he'd been dead. Mm-hmm. Now, the, 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 the wisdom or lack thereof of going down to, uh, this place, uh, in the first place where all this, uh, chaos was going on. Kenosha. Kenosha, yeah. Wisconsin. That, 
that is a whole separate question. That has nothing to do with the actions of Kyle Rittenhouse being charged with murder. Right. We, we tend to forget that when things get, uh, people start talking about outs, the, the, th- the noise of this case, or what people believe about racial issues. And that had nothing to, this has nothing to do. When you look at somebody being charged with murder, you say, is he guilty or not? And, and what did he do? You don't look at, you know, you don't look at a uh, polling about uh, racial injustice or anything or social you know, justice or anything like that. So, and, but it's just, I think what the left wing media wants to do in this country is create a, a, they want to create racial divide. Yeah. Okay. They want to create, uh, people being pitted against one another and, uh, I, I, I don't know why exactly they want to do this. If it is it for ratings, well, or or what? What's the end game here with these folks? Well, I, I talked about narrative. Yeah, and the narrative is built on a lie. The narrative in this case actually started just days after the incident in Kenosha in the summer of 2020. All right, so we're talking 18 months ago, when then candidate Joe Biden referred to. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse as a white supremacist without any evidence without that's any, what I always said about Trump without any evidence without any evidence Trump says without any evidence yeah without any evidence Biden uses Kyle Rittenhouse's picture in a uh, national television ad yeah. right yes calling him a white supremacist yes with no evidence to support that go ahead so Biden set the narrative then and of course the mainstream media which are nothing more than lapdogs for the Democratic Party right they continued this all through the all through the trial in the last two weeks. It was that same narrative. They had a mix while the country was in the midst of the throes of racial tension. It had nothing to do with this incident. I racial think that's t- where I think that's why there were no uh, there's no uh, mass um, rallies, reactions, no. riots across the people country. Were, yeah. People yeah. people aren't there's they may. People may take to the streets about something, but this isn't. No, you're not going to be able to jump, get up uh, a riots based on this. I don't yeah. think. Uh, Todd what... Starn said uh, Friday that uh, the first person Kyle Rittenhouse should sue is Joe Biden, oh, based on the white supremacy. And lawyers label. are saying because he was not president at right, that time, right. he has a right. Uh, Nick Salmon, uh, remember, yeah. remember yeah. him? Yeah, the kid who successfully sued NBC because of that pro-life incident in Washington back a few years ago, he has talked. I think there are going to be lawsuits against. Oh, yeah. They've been still this weekend after the verdict came down. I think it was CBS was still lying about. They the, said the facts Kyle, of the case. They were lying about the facts, facts of the case. Facts of the case that, that Kyle uh, Rittenhouse carried a weapon across state lines. He did not. And that was CBS reported even after the trial. Said after that. the trial. Yeah, it's just um, there, there, there are people in this country, the the far left crowd in particular, they want to create uh, ra- uh, uh, class warfare. Yes, they want to create uh, and add to race racial tensions. Yeah, uh, and the, I, to answer my own question earlier, I think they want to do this ultimately to push. Marxism, yes, uh, because they want to create people being at each other's throats, 
And then what that, not that they really care about the, the justice or injustice of the issue, but they can use that then to further their, uh, agenda. Right. Uh, now I, otherwise I can't figure out what the motive would be to try to, as I said earlier, shoehorn racism into everything, into everything. Listen, we should all, it's easy to fall into the trap of generalization about people, whether uh, this group, that group, this group, that group, my group, whatever, whether that's however we uh, break ourselves down into societal groups. You got to step back from that because that's easy to do. You got to step back from that and say, listen, we need to treat people on an individual basis uh, and their actions on an individual basis, not look at, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because, People are individuals. They have character or they don't have character. Uh, I'll give you an example here of what's going on in this country. If this had been, uh, this gentleman, uh, well, I'm not going to call him a gentleman, this person of interest, uh, I'm just going to give you an example of of what I'm talking about here. This, This man who has been identified in the media in Wisconsin we're plowing through that crowd last night, killing those people and injuring those people in the Christmas parade. He is uh, at least half white, half black mm-hmm. looking uh, fella in his photograph. Yes. Okay. So I guess he will be identified as an African-American male probably. Okay. Uh, he should, I don't blame all black people. No. <laughs> that would be insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you take this guy and you go, this guy is nuts, or he has a hate filled heart, or well, he's a bad dude, he's a thug, and if he did, if he did his rap sheet, if he did this, that should stand alone. Okay, here's my point. If you had a white man get an SUV and mow black folks down in Chicago during a Christmas parade rally. They would say this is an example of white supremacy. Yes. This is an example of white people hating black people. That's how this would that's how this would be. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. That's how this that's what I'm saying. No, that's not fair. What you say is you have an individual uh, in the, if that were to happen, you would say no, you have an individual who may hate people of, of color. I don't know what is what their motive might be, but you judge that person you don't you don't uh, cast aspersions on a whole group of people and that's what the left wingers don't do they allow for one in this case we will if this person did this we'll be told this is one person who is acting individually and we need to move on from it which is fine okay yes. mm-hmm. let him go to court but then don't tomorrow when a white person is involved in a crime like this Hopefully it doesn't. Don't say, well, this is representative of all white people. You see what I'm saying here? That's the double standard that goes on in the media. I hope I hope it is that a good example. You know, Martin Luther King said he hoped to see the day when people were judged according to their character. Right. Not the color of their skin. Right. Exactly. Let's do that. And for these people who keep trying to stoke up 
racial division. It's just not healthy for our country at all. And I, hopefully, black, white, and Hispanic, and everybody here, Asian Americans, see this for what it is. Uh, it's it's uh, terrible for our country when they keep trying to race bait every single issue. We'll be back momentarily. What do normal human beings want for a six-year-old? Bishop E.W. Jackson. To be loved, to be protected, to be shielded from some of the ugliness in the world. But you got these nutcases who want to push on a six-year-old that you are inherently evil because of the color of your skin. Tune in to The Awakening, weekdays at noon central on American Family Radio. A vacation with a purpose. Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. That's what some of our folks have called our spiritual heritage tours, which we're going to be doing again in 2022. Let me tell you what we do. We go on a trip to Williamsburg, Jamestown, and Yorktown. We see early American history there. And then we go to Washington, D.C. and George Washington's Mount Vernon on a separate tour. We do these in June and September. They're perfect weather months in that part of the country. Stephen McDowell, who is a historian and author of America's Providential History, he will be our expert on the trip. So we'll have a historian joining us on these tours. It's going to be a wonderful time together in our nation's capital and in Colonial Williamsburg in 2022. June and September. If you want to go, go to the website spiritualheritagetours.com, spiritualheritagetours.com. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes. Stand by for news and commentary next. Everyone's goals for advancing their education look different. At Liberty University, we've helped thousands of students like you earn their dream degree. So no matter what your goal is, we can help you get there. With over 450 degrees from the associate to the doctoral level to choose from, most of which are 100% online, you'll find what you need to succeed. To discover which degree might be the best fit for you, text DEGREE to 49595. That's DEGREE to 49595. Kyle Rittenhouse is a free man, much to the chagrin of Democrats, found not guilty on all five counts a case that has gripped the nation. Video evidence clearly showed the 18-year-old was attacked by the three men he shot in Kenosha, Wisconsin. But Democrats and their mouthpieces in the mainstream media are livid. Congressman Jerry Nadler from New York calling on the Justice Department to review the verdict. President Biden said he was angered and concerned, as did Vice President Kamala Harris, angry because the jury did not ignore the facts and find the young man guilty. Only in progressive America could a white guy shoot three other white guys in self-defense while defending a business owned by a person of color and still be called a white supremacist. Christmas shopping now underway. My new book makes a great stocking stuffer. Our daily biscuit, devotions with a drawl, available at your favorite bookstore or online at toddstarns.com. In him we were also chosen as God's own, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything by the counsel of his will, in order that we, who were the first to hope in Christ, would be for the praise of his glory. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11 and 12. American Family Radio. When you die, are you going to heaven? 
or not. You can know for sure. Heaven or not. .net. This is today's issues. Email your comments to comments at afr.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at afr.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. I'm Tim Wildman with Fred Jackson, Chris Woodward here. Uh, one, one question I had, too, we were talking about the aftermath of the Kyle Rittenhouse decision by the jury to acquit him of all charges. He was charged with murder, basically in the first degree, wasn't it, Fred? Or I Five think, counts, yeah. Yeah, and he was a, a jury of 12 people, heard all the evidence, and said he's not guilty. Uh, I, I didn't quite understand. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm not going to be coy here. I, sometimes, folks, I ask questions when I know the answer, uh, but I want to ask it anyway because I think it is the word flush out, flushes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, some conversation needs to be had. So I'm, I'm about to play Dom right here. Play naive. All right. The, in, in response to the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse decision on Friday, I guess it was, or Thursday, the president of the United States uh, said, uh, actually, he, he, he made some good comments initially. Mm-hmm. Did you guys hear this? Mm-hmm. President yeah. Biden, I'm talking about. Do we have that? Re- okay. Well, basically, what he said was that he respected the jury's decision and that the, and that the, that the jury system works in our country. That's what President Biden said mm-hmm. when asked by the media. And I thought, man, I... I applaud him for that. That's mm-hmm. a very good answer right. mm-hmm. uh, by, by President Biden in, in response to this. Well, like an hour or two later, evidently, Jen Psaki or his media handlers get to him, and they say, you got to express more outrage at this. You can't just, uh, you can't just say, the ju- I respect the decision of the jury. So they wrote a response for him. Which again makes me makes me think, as a lot of people do, this guy is is not running the White House. There's other people running the White House. It's not the president. Yeah. Uh, because he, he, he they issue a statement on his behalf, a quote that he is angered about the decision. Well, he when he was asked by the media in real time, live before the cameras, without time to. Uh, without time to, you know, get with his advisors mm-hmm. and 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 say how should we really react to this? You know, a manipulated reaction as we got with the he was angered. He said the right thing. Now my question would be, and maybe is it uh, Peter Ducey at Fox News today? He yes. might be the only one who asked this. Mm-hmm. If he gets a chance to speak at all, there's so much to ask. Uh, Press Secretary Jen Psaki today, uh, but I want, I want I would like her to respond and ask this: Why is the president angered? What is he angered about? Yeah, I, he you know he was it a miscarriage of justice? If so, how? You just said that you applaud, uh, you respect the decision of the jury. 
An hour later, you come out with a statement saying, but you're angered. Why didn't you express that anger when you were asked about mm-hmm. the... Uh, and secondly, he says that he didn't even watch the trial at all, which I don't, you know, I don't think most presidents have time to sit around and watch trials for a week, for a couple of weeks. Right. But my question would be, how are you angered when you didn't even watch the trial and you don't know all the facts like all the jurors do? Yeah. You know what I'm, the 12 jurors who unanimously came to a decision. Why does that anger you? Yeah. Okay. The second thing here is. And I'll get to the bottom line in just a minute. I know I do talk a lot, ladies and gentlemen. I realize that. But it is a talk show, right? <laughs> uh, okay. But the second thing here is the vice president, Kamala Harris. Uh, she makes a statement that uh, something about the the trial's verdict speaks for itself, which I don't know what that means. That's What does that mean? Mm-hmm. And But she goes on to say she worked her whole career for equity in the justice system and more work needs to be done. <laughs> Again, I'm going, what does that, what does that mean? Uh, it, it sounds like she's saying that, uh, that the jury failed and this guy should, we shouldn't have even had a trial for him. Basically we should have just hung him, uh, hung him from somewhere, a bridge or somewhere and not even given him a trial. And if there was an injustice about the uh, trial, what was it? What was it? So, mm-hmm. I will conclude. Uh, if I got paid per word, I'd be rich right now. I will conclude with this. Biden and Harris are panderers. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. They don't necessarily believe what they're saying, but they see the left-wing media crowd over here ginning up false racism charges about Kyle Rittenhouse, wanting to get America worked up about racial injustice. Uh, and so they say, we can't, we've got to go along with that, that narrative that even if it, even if it, uh, goes against the jury's decision and we don't have to explain ourselves why, what angered us, we just need to keep stoking the, the racial division in this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what we need to do so we can make Al Sharpton happy. So we can make, yeah. we can make the, uh, the, the far left crowd, the AOC, the far left crowd in the Democrat Party, and the, and Rachel Maydow and all that bunch, we can make them happy, uh, and seize the moment here. Oh, you see, you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Listen, here's what's going. on. I need on. some oxygen. Here's Brent, here, give here, me some oxygen. Yeah. Here's what's going on here, folks. The riot where this shooting, these shootings took place. The riot, and it was you a talking riot. about in Kenosha, in the Kenosha. Kyle Rittenhouse when he get when he in, had to shoot those in people in Kenosha. Okay. The riot that was taking place that night had to do, the rioters were out there because they believed a white police officer, this was a couple of weeks earlier, a white police officer who shot did not kill a black man. Remember, and we have to take people back to this in order to try to understand everything that you've been talking about. White police officer called to a house. 911 call because a woman reports that someone is trying to take her child. This someone This is, is a black woman yes. calling the police because she's fearful of this man yes. being at her house. That's right. Okay, gotcha. All right. They arrive at the house. This man has got taken this uh, little boy, little girl into his car. The police follow him to his car. 
and they discover this man has a knife. The police officer shoots him. He ends up in hospital. He's recovering. But it turns into bad white police officer unjustifiably shooting another black man. Riots break out. Businesses are destroyed. Young Kyle uh, Rittenhouse travels from his home in Illinois, 17 miles, to go up Where he and, worked, pro- I think. and protect businesses. His yeah. dad lived in Kenosha. Yeah. Yeah. He goes up there to protect businesses. All of this doesn't matter to the left crowd. Three white people, some of whom at least have police records, mm-hmm. chase, yeah. chase Rittenhouse down. And he defends himself. The facts don't matter to the left. The facts don't matter to, apparently, the President of the United States and the Vice President of the United States. Very irresponsible, to say the least. It it doesn't matter. Three white guys attack, who are attending the riots, attacked young Rittenhouse. He defends himself. Those are the facts. It has nothing to do with racism. But they had to turn it into that. But these people who are saying, you know, uh, uh, you know, just saying things like, uh, can you believe, you know, or this should, the, the jury shouldn't have decided as it did. I'm going, do, do you not even believe that, that they don't even believe uh, Rittenhouse should have even had a, a trial, I guess. No, shouldn't have, de- have defended himself. Yeah. And, and that narrative from the White House and from the administration continued this weekend. Oh, yeah. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. Listen, what he had to say at Meet the Press. Cut three. There's a lot of pain in this country, and uh, that pain and, and uh, that frustration was was aroused by the entire case, in, including the verdict. And, and for a lot of us, uh, there's just a lot to be upset about and a lot to be concerned about. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll move forward as a country. The president uh, continues to believe, and, and, and this administration continues to believe in America, and we've got to continue working to, to bring Americans together. Here's my question. Yeah. Why isn't Pete doing something about the supply chain problem and issues involving transportation? Why is he talking about this? Well, I guess just because he was a representative of the administration. But again, he says things that need a follow-up question, too, that you don't get from the media. What's there? A pain? A lot of pain. Why? Yeah. Why are you uh, upset about the verdict? What, what are you upset about the verdict? What, why? What? Explain. Well, yeah. explain... At least give if you're going to say something like that. At least give a couple of things other than just some racial thing. What should he have been found guilty of? Right. I would have asked Pete Buttigieg. Right. What should? As I say, as I say, I, some of these people are just they're 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 they're, they're just pandering. Yeah. They, they don't believe what they're saying, but they know their left wing crowd expects them to say. Have something Have you guys like seen that. this uh, the statement from the NBA's Social Justice Coalition? Oh, read okay. this goes. This shows you the hypocrisy of the NBA here, and I'll tell you why. Uh, after the Rittenhouse verdict, uh, a statement was issued from the NBA's Social Justice Coalition executive director. His name is James Codigan. Yeah. He says, what does "Quote: he say? Our thoughts are with the families of those whose lives were taken in this tragedy. The right to peacefully protest is a bedrock of our democracy, <laughs> and the National Basketball Social Justice Coalition remains committed." To preserving that right for all, any forms of vigilantism in our society are unacceptable. Within seconds of tweeting this statement out, people were like, when are you going to say something about China? Yeah. Yeah, well, 
I don't think anybody uh, has a problem with peaceful protest. That's not what, what was going on in Kenosha that night. They were burning down the town. Yeah. And by the way, I just might add, those those uh, not all the people there in Kenosha that night, evidently, they weren't social justice warrior, warriors necessarily. You just had a lot of bad you had a yeah. lot of bad actors mixed in, who just like are attracted to mayhem and destruction and uh, you, you know what I'm saying. So the NBA, of course, they pretty much lost all credibility anyway. But uh, what, what read the read their statement again? Yeah. Uh, our thoughts are with the families of those whose lives were taken in this tragedy. Uh-huh. The right to peacefully protest is a bedrock of our democracy. They weren't peacefully protesting. I know. So and what's the, he talking about? And the uh, it goes on to say the NBA's social justice coalition remains committed to preserving that right for all. Any forms of vigilantism in our society are unacceptable. I'm not making this up. They actually took time on some of the broadcasts on Friday and Saturday to talk it, where the various uh, sports personalities uh, were issuing their uh, non-legal opinions on this. I know. I know. I, it's just. I, I wonder if the NP, NBA will have anything to say about. Wakasha, 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 about the incident of, of this guy plowing through uh, innocent people and five people being killed, forty injured. Yeah, I, LeBron right, James I'm, made fun of Kyle Rittenhouse uh, earlier this well, month also, for crying on the stand. Also, it'd be interesting to see if the president uh, issues a flags at half mast. Oh, yeah, like he did for the Atlanta shootings. Or, it all depends on whether or not his puppet masters tell him to put the flag. Or, or if he will attend uh, the funeral services or a memorial oh, yeah. service in Wisconsin for these poor families that lost their loved ones. Um, if I was a betting man, no. What? He will not go to their funerals. Yeah. The flags will not fly at half mass. Why? They if you're going to go on what he did what he did for the Atlanta shootings, you would say, yes, this is a national tragedy. In, personally, I don't believe you need to be flying half mast. For anything other than the law, the death of a of a former president, or perhaps a vice president, or uh, someone like Colin Powell, who was a uh, at the top of the you know a joint chief, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, somebody a, a, a public official uh, uh, of that stature, Pastor president of that stature. I'm just saying, uh, it may be a 9/11. I'm just saying, if you start lowering half masts for for things like this you're going to have to do it every week somewhere something yeah. like this is going to happen i don't mean to sound uh, i hope that doesn't sound callous if you do I'm it not, for them you got to do it for I, everybody i'm and just then, saying lowering the lowering mm-hmm. the flag at half mass nationally uh is uh it, it should be reserved for the deaths of former presidents basically mm-hmm. in my in my view but as i say if i was a bet man the president will not respond to what happened to these dear folks yesterday at the well, Christmas we'll parade. He'll have his chance today. Yes. Yeah, it's true. You're listening yep. to the radio program, Today's Issues on American Family Radio. We um, haven't even gotten into the fact that Kamala Harris was president of the United States of America for like a few hours on Friday when Biden got put under for his colonoscopy. Yeah. It was the first time a female has been executive uh, in chief of these United States. It was a yeah. moment in history. Uh, on Friday. Well, Chris, that's real nice. What's your next story? <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I mean, 
<laughs> what else can I anger the listeners by uh, bringing I'm, it up? I'm glad the president came through it yeah. just fine. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, that's. Uh, well, I'm not going to okay. talk about that. One of the things that uh, one of the things that we've been covering and will continue to cover uh, at AFN uh, is the amount, you know, the efforts by like local government schools, stuff like that, to try to police who's been vaccinated, who's not been vaccinated, or gotten the shot. Uh, there, there's an, a very bizarre incident going on uh, in Long Island, New York, where a school district wants to divide parents by their vaccination status, so-called vaccination status. The idea is to uh, try to do some contact tracing. That way, if there is an outbreak, they can determine, well, it probably happened among these families, none of which are vaccinated or whatnot. I have some audio here. Uh, This is Nassau County Executive-elect Bruce Blakeman, a Republican. He was on Fox & Friends today talking about the plan by the school in Long Island to separate parents by their vaccination status. Clip 10. I'm a pro-vaccination person. I got vaccinated, but I think we have to respect the rights of people uh, so that they can make their own personal health care choices with their physician and not interfere with that process. So uh, I don't think that, you know, you can say I feel uncomfortable, therefore I'm going to bridge somebody's rights. This goes to another narrative from the White House. You know, I, I go back to what President Joe Biden said a couple of months back. He said, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. This is the narrative of the White House. Unvaccinated, bad people. Vaccinated, good people. That's what it comes down well, to. Well, boy, they're turned about to be wrong about that, too, now, because vaccinated people are getting COVID all mm-hmm. over the country uh, right now. I mean, it's, you know what I'm saying? The, mm-hmm. the COVID seems to not care whether you have vaccination or not. Yeah. Which is why they're going to have to change the definition of fully vaccinated. One of the things... Two two shots plus a booster. One of the things that I'm noticing kind of trending amongst a lot of people is uh, people that are critical of these kinds of efforts. A lot of them say, hey, listen, I got the shot. I think you should get the shot. I I have problems with people being forced to get the shot. We, We just heard it from this Nassau County executive elect, Bruce Blakeman, a Republican from Long Island. Jeremy Boring, the co-founder and co-CEO of the Daily Wire, said as much about their legal challenge uh, to Biden's mandate. Uh, Dr. Albert Moeller said, listen, I'm thrice vaccinated, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I don't like the government saying you should force this upon people. So there are people out there that have made the medical decision based on what they've talked about with their doctor to get the shot, but they don't like people being told. So, you know, and oftentimes the, the, the unvaccinated... W- you know, we're labeled these the wackos. Yeah, that we don't. Yeah, unvaccinated, unvaccinated, and I got to cover my lip and all these things. Okay, but a, a lot of the people that are fighting it now are people that got the shot, but they don't like other people being forced. It's not well, all you know. It's one camp. What's going to be curious to see is in the coming weeks if uh, the definition by the CDC of what it means to be fully vaxxed uh, is changed. Mm-hmm. Because, as I said last week, that's that's going to change the, the dynamic greatly in our country because you have millions and millions and millions of people who got the COVID shots last spring and summer. And uh, now, so they would be, they would fall into the current definition of vaccinated. Mm-hmm. But if boosters are going to be required to re-up your your vaccination license so to speak yeah 
uh, that's going to put millions and millions and millions of people into the decision of saying to themselves, asking themselves, how many booster shots am I willing to sign up for mm -hmm. to be able to participate in society? Mm -hmm. Because and, and I think those people will have more sympathy for the people who are currently saying, you know what, uh, I, I, I don't want to get the, the, the shot because for many reasons, I don't think it was tested long enough. Uh, it was called Operation Warp Speed uh, for a reason. Or, or they say, I've heard too many stories about people having negative reactions to this. Or uh, they say, you know, I've already had COVID, so I've got natural antibodies. I don't need to have further injections into my, uh, into my body. But I'm just saying there are a lot of people now who, who, who have said in the past, I got my shot. I'm a good citizen. I don't know why these other people aren't getting their shots, the unvaccinated people. Now those people are going to be put in the same position. You see what, does that mm -hmm. make sense? Yeah. Going to, now that you got to say, are you going to sign up for every three months, every six months? I'm wondering, Fred, Chris, if the calculation at the White House and the CDC, and I do think they're in cahoots uh, because the CDC is led by liberals. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like-minded people. I'm just wondering if the White House is going to say, no, we cannot put people, we cannot change the definition of fully vaxxed uh, because it would put it would put us at odds with over half the country, yeah. okay? Over half the country. And, and if we also impose the lose-your-job mandate, uh, because of the redefinition of fully vaxxed, that's going to put half the country out of work. Yep. Because you're going to be fired. The country, the country can't, the country cannot sustain, nope. cannot absorb. Nope. Half the, uh, the country can't absorb half its citizens being fired because they're not getting the booster shot. You, right. you see what I'm saying here? Absolutely. So I, I, I'm, I'm kind of doubtful that the they will change the definition of what it means to be fully vaxxed because of the political uh, consequences of doing so. Did you guys see the Disney World announcement? Yes. Over the weekend? Mm-hmm. What, uh, what did they say, Chris? Well, yeah, Disney World has decided, this is the, the park in Florida, Disney World has decided to put their COVID-19 vaccination mandate policy on hold based on things the governor has said about businesses, you can't force this on your workers. Yeah, that's uh, thanks to Governor DeSantis. But the rebellion against this heavy-handedness by governments around the world, the rebellion is building. I don't know if you've seen some of the oh, protests. Yeah. Yeah, France. Right. France is one of the most left-wing liberal right. countries in the right. world. Right. You know, and They're tired of being locked down. They are. Told what to do living like this yeah listen the american people were willing to cooperate for two or three months get the vaccination etc cetera, etc cetera. but now what we're seeing because vaccinated people are being diagnosed with it testing positive but also we're starting to see more and more percentage wise of people with natural immunity because they had a mild case of this they got the antibodies and they're doing just fine so I, I just, mm. I just, I, I think it's a losing political battle 
for the Biden White House to keep insisting on this. I was reading somewhere this morning, there are roughly 10,000 Marines who are refusing to take the vaccine. 10,000. When is the deadline or they, or they get kicked out? They're, they're right up on this. Like, we're talking December. Yeah. We're talking so are they December. really going to kick them out? You want to get rid of 10,000 Marines? Well, I know. I agree with you, but I think that's crazy. But is that what Biden's going to do? Uh, going to kick them out? Listen. And do they lose their pensions? Well, that's what he threatened them with. Yeah. Uh, not only that, but you're dishonorably discharged. Remember oh, he said goodness. that? This is awful. What Biden is doing is just horrible. But he ends his speeches with God bless our troops. Yeah. Huh? Can you imagine? He's kicking how many Marines? This is just Marines. This is Marines, including Navy. Army, Air Force. Yeah. Navy. You know, you've got all of those. You've got the Navy SEALs. There's a group of them that are going to court. Yeah. They have legal representation already. Yeah. From two different groups. I think this is going to blow up in the face of the Biden administration completely. Yeah. The American people have had enough. I know. I know. All right, Chris. So we've got about one minute left. Is there, you got anything that will leave a smile on our face, Chris? Uh, Well, yes. Um, Price of turkey is going down. (laughs) Unfortunately, no. And the Lord be with you. Turkey's going up or down? Oh, well, they're going up, and you're probably not going to find one. Uh, This is important because it's going to have a tremendous positive impact on the economy. Uh Air travel is supposed to rise 80% this week from last year. You mean the number of people on airplanes? Yes, the number of people flying somewhere, grandma's house. Compared to last year. Compared to last year, 80%. All that means is a lot more fights on airplanes from what I've been seeing. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) Very true. But, the, you know, the airline industry has had a lot of problems for a whole bunch of reasons, yeah. not just COVID, going back to 9-11. Yeah. So yeah. we need the I've air travel I've flown a few times during this, and but you get me 10 hours or somewhere, I'm getting in my car, man. I ain't messing with all that. <laughs> the number of people on the roadway is also expected to be up 13% yeah. from last year. We'll be back in five minutes. Stay with us. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.